Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Hey guys, it's Dennis from Collider Games. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies, score loads of loot, and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. Mayhem is available now on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. You can order it now at Borderlands.com, rated M for Mature. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. What's up? It's Kevin Hart. And with new rewards from Chase Freedom Unlimited, I now earn even more cash back, even on a beach getaway. I earn 3% of drugstores on beach snacks. Hmm, these chips have some saying on them. I earn 3% on dining, including takeout, after a seagull eats all my chips. And I earn 5% on travel purchased through Chase, like a hotel room to hide from that seagull. Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions, limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank, NA member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name's Destin. I'm here with... What's up, guys? It's your boy, Dorian. And we're here to talk about the latest in video game news this week, or games we've played, or maybe old school games. A lot of retro gaming. Very popular nowadays. Um, oh, I still have a lot to catch up on. I haven't played any... I haven't played any old games in a minute, but I have been <laughs> yeah, what playing... Do you, what do you consider an yeah, old what, game? What would I consider an old game? No... Mm. Like what? What is considered to me an old game is like NES. Like for me, I guess it, old games would just be like I guess any game I haven't played. 
Like okay, like before I've gotten the is PlayStation the, One an old game. I would game. consider that. A, I, I played some games on the PlayStation One, but I would I would consider like if I if there's a game on the PlayStation One I haven't played, I would consider that an old game. Like okay. that's like me just that's like my childhood, like five, six, seven. Okay. Yeah, that's like a long See, time. Five, ago. Like, six, yeah. seven for me is like Atari. <laughs> I, I, that's like ancient for me. I don't even know I don't, what that I is. I don't even know how uh, people play games today. Like, can even fathom the the Atari graphics going like, from this going backwards. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean it's, be me. it's one joystick and one button, and the graphics. I mean, the pixel sizes are like this big, like on the screen. We should that should be a thing where somebody. One of us or somebody in the office goes. We like play every system, but backwards, and then just like judge it or something like that. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's I, crazy. I'd be down like a, I think we like tease like a millennials must watch, but for like video, like video game version. I mean, I I, I played an emulator version of that adventure game, that, mm-hmm. but that was only because of the whole uh, Ready Player One thing uh, when that came out. So. But other than that, I hadn't touched it in a while. I don't. I don't do a lot of retro gaming. I mean, I, I'm kind of interested in this mini Genesis. Mm-hmm. Have you Have you seen no, that? I it, came, it came out uh, this today or tomorrow oh, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a, a, you know a miniature. You know, they've been making those mini like the light versions. Yeah, they've been making those mini SNESs, mini NESs, where they pack in a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. So there's like a Genesis version that has like Sonic the Hedgehog on there, Streets of Rage, Street Fighters on there. I mean, I thought about picking it up. It's about eighty bucks. Yeah, because it's seventy seventy nine at Target. Yeah, eighty bucks. I wish it came with the 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 um, the six button controller. It comes with the regular three button. Because just because if you were gonna play Street Fighter, you need that six button control. That mm-hmm. was like the one advantage that uh, Genesis had over Super Nintendo, where Super Nintendo they had um, Street Fighter as well. But the but I don't know if you ever remember the SNES. Mm-mm. The buttons just aren't – they're not three on top. You know how uh, – well, Street Fighter is like top three buttons are like, you know, small punch, medium punch, large punch. Mm-hmm. And then small kick, large – medium kick, large kick. So, so it's how three are you going to do this one? So SNES, the controller just – unless you bought a specific controller where the Genesis had the, that six-button controller. Um, so I don't know. I, I may get it. I mean, 80 bucks. it's not a bad price uh, for 40 games. It's just – yeah, for forty. Yeah, that's because eighty I mean, bucks is like one game by. Like yeah. Nowadays, that's one. That's one game plus maybe like some bonus content. Like if you're getting the ultimate package, yeah. but even still, that's pushing it. But on to be honest, I'd probably pay about under ten games on there. Probably like five to seven games on there that I actually really would play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe when it gets down to like fifty bucks eventually, yeah, I, I might get it. Or hey. If you want to send this one, yeah. guys, we'll review it. But we'll yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, wait till the price gets down a little bit. Yeah, because then I got about the other six button controllers, like I mentioned. Those are twenty bucks. So if you buy two of those, the controllers I'm talking about for the mini Genesis or just in general. Well, it's it's like old Genesis controllers, and they have a USB uh, oh, thing, uh, okay. connection, which I assume is for the mini Genesis. Maybe you can put it into your computer or whatnot, but. Um, but those are twenty bucks, right? So if you buy two of them, that's, that's 40. forty bucks. That's half the price of your mini Genesis. That's like one hundred and twenty for like a whole. No, that's yeah. I'm all right on that. So I wish they at least gave you one of those, and then you buy the other one. Yeah, buy the other one, but they give you a, one of those regular ones. Anyways, so uh, talking about uh, what's going on in in video games this week. So uh, 
people who are uh, playing Red Dead Online, I uh, actually haven't played it in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, our boss, uh, Mark Fernandez, he's been playing it, posting up with uh, some of his friends. And apparently people have been finding random zombies throughout the game. And some people think it's like an, a glitch, which I don't think so. If you look at the graphic, like the picture of the zombies, like yeah. this is not a... And if it's more than one person... It's definitely not it. Like this is something they're like just trying to slowly sprinkle out. Like if yeah. if, if, if if maybe it's just one person like accidental. Oh, like you see it once, and you never see it again. Maybe it's a glitch. Yeah. But if multiple people are reporting this in different areas, yeah, they, they wouldn't let that like just slide out of the blue. Yeah. So there's kind of two ways you can kind of take it. One that they are doing this zombie thing. Zombie themes. We have Halloween coming up soon mm-hmm. in, in about a month. And there's going to be some sort of zombie Halloween event where, like, maybe Red Dead Online for one week will have tons and tons of zombies to fight. The other, which I'm kind of hoping more for, is that this is a tease for Undead Nightmare 2, which is would be a sequel to Undead, Undead Nightmare 1, which was, like, the po- very popular DLC that came out uh, uh, after Red Dead, the first game, came out. Okay. Which, which is... Pretty cool. It was like a whole storyline plus like fighting zombies and and stuff. So I'm kind of down. Look, when I first finished Red Dead on uh, Red Dead Two, uh, me and Mark did a whole spoiler review for that. If you guys want to check it out, we both like said this thing's a masterpiece. We loved it. One of our best games ever. However, jumping into online, I was like, I just played eighty hours of story, right? <laughs> and, and they kind of give you a little more story on the online part. And I was like, man, I just want to get hop on the online. I, I'm far away from it now. Where like I don't mind if they they have Undead Nightmare two with you, you, with with a storyline and one. I, I'm like ready to you, have more taking, now. You've taken your break, exactly. you're like intermission. Now you're ready for another. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. I, I've, I've taken enough of a break that single player is cool. Um, I'm all down for it. Uh, I hope that's the case. I mean, sure, uh, you know. A zombie Halloween event themed event would be cool, but you know that's a week and whatever. Like, I want I, I want something a little more significant. I think a lot of people think so, and I I I, I do think why go through all this trouble? Right. Maybe just, they can just release the actual expansion of it during the Halloween yeah. week and not have to just say, "Hey, great. here's our here's our themed event." Just release it during Halloween week. Everybody will be like, "All right." Yeah. Or do both. Do a little zombie theme for that week of Halloween. And go. By the way. This DLC is ready. Like, drop it on it. Like, Ooh. like, like Beyonce drops. Just like, drop. Albums just or out of the. Or like, at, make it. Yeah. So, like, for example, you have a little zombie theme for Halloween week, yeah. and then once you fin, like, once everybody finishes that, like, let's say November first. Hey, here's our. Which here's like the undead expansion too. Now, hop on that. Just keep, prolong. Just keep riding that zombie Halloween wave milk as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't mind paying for stuff like that. Uh, it's not a. I still have to finish the game first. Yeah. I mean, it's a long game. I've heard many people who've played it and haven't finished it just because even Josh uh, uh, said that he hadn't finished it yet. And he, you know, and you know how many games that guy plays? That guy plays more games than you and me combined. A lot more. (laughs) Like, every, that's pretty much his life when he's not outside and when he's not doing this or like in school. Yeah. So, and he didn't even finish it. I mean, I finished it. I would, I mentioned this on the last episode. I would have taken more time with it had mm-hmm. we not had done that spoiler review i would have like kind of like but man you gotta even like binge playing that game you're still you don't get any you know what i mean no, like it's... what's two hours let's say you 
play for four hours. What's four hours in an eighty? That's like game? a half. Like you got to do that. Tw- you got to do that twenty times. You got to do that twenty times. Anyways, um, but luckily I did love my experience. So. Uh, looking forward to more news on that, and hopefully that's the case. Uh, second news story, we got uh, Fortnite uh, leaks. It's not like actually official, but the, the leaks are showing that the Batman, there's going to be some Batman weapons and skins and whatnot for Batman Day, which is coming up on September 21st, which is very, very soon. Um, you know, there's like an explosive banger, Batarang, uh, people are hoping there's going to be like a bat cape, uh, grapnel gun, all that cool stuff. Do these things – I know they had like Avengers one. Like, yeah, they had uh, Avengers, a John Wick. They kind of tied into like any mo- type of movie or pop culture event because they had like a, a Borderlands one too I saw. Mm-hmm. But they they keep tr- – this might be the one to have me come back and just tr- like – Did you go back for the Avengers? No, no I did not. And it's simply just because – I don't like playing games that I'm bad at. Like, if I'm going to put uh, okay. more time into it, like Apex. I'm definitely I'm, better at Apex yeah, than see, I Yeah, like, see, I can invest uh, more time into that because, like, sometimes I'll go on a cold streak sometimes. But there's always, like, a – I feel like there's a better chance of me actually winning. I, I've won about ten, like, championship – like, actual championship rounds from oh, that nice. game. Yeah. Even though, like, I might have not done the most work on the team, but we still won. So that's all that matters. But – with with Fortnite and I think you're complaining about it is it's just like once you get the building stuff involved, yeah, you, you just you just take suck. me out of it and, and I'm just like I'm just trash in general. So I just but become, this might I, be, be, I become a liability more yeah. so than I already am. Where like I get hit and then someone's got to go build crap around me so I don't die. And yeah. with and like I've been wanting to like with this I'm, I might go back, but mm-hmm. Apex. Is also doing a good job of like keeping it fresh and introducing new mm-hmm. things. Like now they have this shot. I, I can't remember the actual what it's called, but it's like where you can only use shotguns and rifles, and you only have like bare minimum shields. That one I can actually really kill in because it's like there's. I'm, I think my to go to weapon for Apex is the Peacekeeper, so I usually try to get a shotgun, and most of the time. So that's. I think that's why I'm like loving Apex more than Fortnite. But you throw in Batman on Fortnite. They had a team up with uh, Borderlands mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate the launch of that game. Did you have you played it yet? I have played. I played a little okay. bit of it. I'm loving oh, it so it? far. Okay. It's, be, it's between me. Like I'm my, now. My rotation is Gears, Apex. I mean, I gear Gears, Borderlands Three, Gears, uh-huh. Borderlands Three. But I'm loving it so far. Like the gameplay, the story itself, the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Let me turn off my. But just in general, I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying this game, and this is me. I've played both the Borderlands and yeah. the Borderlands prequel, but not, I'm, I'm still like having finished them both completely yeah. yet but from jumping off those two games and it didn't feel like because i know some people have been waiting like this has been seven years yeah, yeah, yeah seven, seven or eight year. years so it kind of just for me felt like a continuation from the other games but just enhanced graphics and stuff like that so i kind of was already back in it like familiar with the the game and the gameplay and stuff and then just going into the borderlands 3 i'm having a blast so far but i do, will do you, do you have some of the complaints that uh, uh caboose has caboose says the game itself is a lot of fun and great he just said like some of the menu systems are a little uh, like when when what was his complaint about the menu like when you're trying to upgrade yeah okay yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah he that, was like every time he like upgrade he's like oh i gotta go through this damn menu yeah i didn't that's the part like i, I guess if i have a complaint that's probably one of my complaints uh-huh. is like trying to just open up not just open up the menu but like when you're trying to like customize or like equip mm-hmm. a different weapon or something like that it does get it did get a little bit confusing for me when i when i was testing yeah. it out so far but that's probably one of my only complaints because I, I i haven't been playing it as much because i've been trying to actually get 
go through the campaign and stuff uh-huh. for Gears Five, and I've been playing a lot. How, of, how how's that oh, been dude, going? I love like this is uh, this is me from <laughs> Cause, like cause, I haven't played you, any of the other yeah because you've this always is, been PS. Yeah, this yeah. is like my first like experience with Gears yeah. or anything like that, and I am hooked like. That, that's why I haven't been able to do more Borderlands because I would auto, like I would honestly just switch back to Gears Five either if I'm not doing the campaign mm-hmm. I'm doing the, like the team deathmatch type mm-hmm. of thing. And Have you played like Escape or Horde? Uh, no, I haven't done the Horde yet. Okay. I've just been doing the I've just been doing the team deathmatch and the, like the actual campaign story. And I feel like a fool for not having been playing <laughs> these Gears games before. Like before. Well, that transitions into our next uh, topic, uh, which is Gears Five. It, it's the big first party launch for the Xbox. Since Halo Four, which mm. Halo Four is a while ago, um, and you know we had done a previous episode talking about has Gears taken over as the the kind of the flagship first party franchise mm-hmm. for Microsoft slash Xbox, and and I think my answer was temporarily it has. We'll see when the next Xbox comes out and you have Halo Infinite, like how big of a splash. Because if it makes, you know, like Halo 5 wasn't as, like, when it came out, mm-hmm. it wasn't a, as big a deal as previous Halos. Like, Halo 1 was, like, blue, you know, like, people didn't, it was a new franchise, but once people started playing, that thing sold Xboxes. The first Xbox, like, survived, basically, because of how good Halo was. Uh, everyone was highly anticipating the second one. Third one is actually my favorite one. And then four, I think, was the last time we got, like, a lot of, like, hoopla and buzz and whatnot. And five kind of kind of, just kind of passed by mm-hmm. without, you know. I mean, some people really like it. I'm not saying it's a, you know, bad game. I'm just saying it just didn't get the numbers that, that they were expecting from a Halo game. And now you have Gears 5 where Gears has always been kind of, like, if, if Halo's, like, 1A – Gears have been like one B or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. And I think this is like the first time that Gears has kind of overt- overshadowed Halo right now. And it looks like you know you as yeah, someone that's new, brand new to the franchise is like loving it. Yeah, and I think it was smart because I I I got it through a code, but yeah, they, yeah. you are, you're also able to get it on Game Pass, which I think I think that in the article itself factored into why it might have been the the biggest since Halo mm-hmm. because now a lot more people have access to it that weren't like for me personally like if i wasn't if i didn't get the code i probably would have downloaded it on game pass mm-hmm. but if i had to like actually pay for it i probably would have been like um i'm not familiar with it i haven't yeah. played the other ones but now going now in, 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 now, yeah now i'm now i want to go back and play the rest of them well because they're on game pass too yeah so now i can the just, first I can just jump right in and like once i finish this one but i think that was a smart move to make it accessible on game pass because oh, yeah. like a lot of people have game pass now i remember remember when we went to the xbox press conference yeah and and I was and I saw that picture of Gears Five, and I was like, "Dude, there's a Game Pass logo on it." And I was like, "They're going to launch Gears Five on Game Pass, you know, the day it comes out." So, do you think? Do you think with once the Scarlet is released and the new Halo, do you think it's they have to put Halo on Game Pass, or do you think they'll just make it sell it like it is and digital and and hard copy, or do you think they'll That's put it tough. on? That's tough. I, I think they will because I think they want to get this subscription base up. That's why that that whole thing with the um, the ultimate Game Pass, where it's like, oh, you can do uh, console and PC for mm. you know 
basically the same price. And I also I think they have this new this new membership. I, I signed up for it for a bit. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, but it's like the first two months mm-hmm. of your Game Pass. Are you only you're only paying like one dollar, like yeah, yeah. one or two dollars for the first two months, and then yeah. it goes. So I'm I'm doing that one right now until it, my like the thing it runs out, and then now I got to pay full price again. Well, what what is hurting. it again? It's like the first two months you're just paying two dollars. Yeah, yeah. But what's the the regular price? It's twelve nine. Let me tell I believe it's either twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. I mean, I, I mentioned could. before, like if I had the time that I used to have. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'd be all over this thing. I'd be downloading, playing game like, like I can't believe the type of stuff adult, adult me has to like has done in the last. Like, I have games that I've gotten, like good games. Mm-hmm. They just sit, just sitting there, just sitting there because I just don't have the time. And Game Plus is something like if I was back in my teenage or even college years, and this thing existed. Game Pass, I'd be, dude, 24-7, I'd be, like, just playing these games. And I'm like, what? I don't have to pay X amount of dollars, like $14 or $15 a month, and I can just play? Let me see. Let me look at the price here. Yeah, $14.99. And the thing about it is they're not, like, bad games or, games or, like, yeah, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to dog on, like, the PlayStation Store or anything, but they, like, when they're... When they're giving away like free games or whatever f- for part of your PlayStation yeah, yeah. membership, they're either games that have been out for like a year or so, or they were already cheap like mm-hmm. from the initial release. So they're like, "Hey, here's not not necessarily like the leftovers, but here's like because mm-hmm. there will be some fire games on there sometimes, but I feel like the majority of them are just like afterthoughts or like stuff that they already knew they kind of like weren't." going to be like mm-hmm. pushing hard for promotion wise or anything like that but with xbox like for gears 5 but i feel like they put some like actual fire like games i would definitely like want to dive more into which i kind of have already started but definitely like i think if i had so to compare, are you gonna go back to like gears one i don't or, know because i've heard i don't know because gears one is like on i think the original xbox is it i think yeah this is what we were talking about earlier like going from yeah like the the perfect form, like in working backwards. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know I mean, if just I, quality I heard, wise, but I heard that this I I've played Gears the first one, I think the third one. Um, I heard this one. The environments are much more expansive. Like they're just in they, five. Yeah, like it's just much bigger and like instead of like the original Gears of War was like all like labyrinths and mm-hmm. indoors and like. It, everything kind of looked very similar. Okay. Um, and now, yeah, this like, one feels just more. Or I can I can't compare it to the other ones, but this one feels like a lot. It's it's. Well, open I saw and like, I saw an outside like a whole like thing a snow, like snow area. Yeah, it took um, me a, a minute to learn on the on the snow area in particular. Like if you're on the actual Iceland, people can like shoot down at the ice and like kill you, and, like you f- like freeze to death mm-hmm. or stuff like that. So I didn't. It took me a minute to understand what was going on with that, but I figured it out. But I heard also Borderlands Three is like that where they've. Instead of just being on Pandora, you can go to different worlds yeah, and they have like, different different looks and whatever. So yeah, the first Gears of War was actually on the 360 in 2006. So it's definitely older than Halo. I thought it came at the end of the original Xbox cycle, but no, it's the beginning of the 360 cycle. Um, you know, and they've already had like I know this is Gears Five, but they've actually had six. This is actually the sixth game. They had like a prequel uh, called Gears of War Judgment that mm. happened after. Between Gears of War three and four, so 
Yeah, so I'm wondering how far back you will go. Um, let me take a look. Gears. How, how do you like the story with Gears? Good? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I mean, like I'm I I compare it to like how when I used to do like the 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 modern war like the actual Call of mm-hmm, Duty like mm-hmm. campaigns like I'm paying attention to a lot of it but it's it's just like you're more just focused on the actual like mm-hmm. the fighting of it. I'm not necessarily like I'm in I'm into it but I'm more just into it for the the once we get out of the jump cutscenes and stuff like that let me actually like fight and do the the missions that you assign me to. Yeah. But I'm loving it so far. Cool. Yeah, I think they had four Gears games on the Xbox 360, and then Gears 4 was on Xbox One. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a good sign for Gears, uh, just having that much uh, kind of hype behind it. It's definitely and- more than I've heard before for, I mean, it's always been a well-loved game, but this one kind of, and, and I, wa- I wonder how how the like how, for me like how this is going to affect like us going back to the previous games for mm-hmm. other people in my spot that haven't necessarily mm-hmm. played the rest. And I want to I'll be interested to see if they're like keeping like analytics on the the previous game to see how if they spike on game. I could see or not. you go back to Gears Four just because it's still on Xbox One mm-hmm. and it's it's probably on Game Pass. You know what I mean? So it's not going to be it's not going to cost you any more than just whatever more you're time. paying. Yeah. yeah, if you like Gears Five that much, you I mean, do. It's a, it's a good game. <laughs> are you playing co-op at all, or are you just going single player? You know, I don't have friends, Dennis. <laughs> sure, Dorian. Sure. Um, all right. Uh, next up, this one's very interesting. E uh, three. They're trying to kind of figure out how to make the f- conference a bit more. I don't know. Fun, I guess, for people. I get, yeah. That's... Uh, just because the, the the issue right now is, you go there and then they liken to Disneyland. You go there and then you see a lot of cool stuff you want to do, and then you sit in a line. For, or they for, don't for, even for, have you. You can't even play it. Yeah, yeah. you sit in a line for over an hour, and then you find you know play it, and then maybe one whole day you've played like three games or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what they're talking about is they want to turn it into a fan, media, and influencer festival that would have a Qtainment, which is a Disney-style Fast Pass style system. So last year, uh, I went with my girlfriend to Disneyland, and this was my first time. It was her first time going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I think she had been to Disney World before. Her first time at Disneyland. I hadn't been there in like Almost twenty years, so my first time actually using the fast pass, man, Shit it's is. a big difference. Hell yeah, it is. It is, a, especially the mobile one, because I was like, I I did like, I want to say like eight rides or something like that. I want to say anywhere you went to Disneyland or Disney World. Disneyland is that the one? Which one's in Florida? That's Disney. That's World. Okay. Land is the one here. Okay, so. It made a huge difference because you're not waiting in line anymore. Well, you are, but it's, like, so short. It's, it's like, just 10, like 10, 15 minutes tops. In and out. Like, I was, like, because I, I, went, I went to Disney World for the first time, and I used it. I had no, like, comparison because yeah, I yeah. never have never been. So mm-hmm. when I just used it, I was, like, they were, like, you have this amount of fast pass. So I was, like, all right, what's this about? And then I used the app, yeah. walked up to it, showed them, and I was, like, oh, I'm already, like, I'm already right here. So if they can 
implement something like that with E3, I think that would be very smart. But I don't know. I'm still kind of salty about salty about um that the whole E3 because some of my personal friends, some of my geeks of color people, like their information oh, got yeah. got put out. So still kind of salty about all that. But I'll still go back because I love the video games. Yeah. Uh, so they're also talking about focusing more on influencers and paid celebrity deals uh and stuff like that we we can hear dogs like <laughs> in the background um but yeah it's just it, it's and i and i i kind of think that's the smarter way to do it because i remember back two e3s ago when fortnite had that battle i don't mm-hmm. know if they had it again this year they might have but they had like the pro am the celebrities versus like actual in like actual esports Fortnite people I, and I and that was at the mm-hmm. I can't remember what coliseum was at yeah, the soccer field yeah, or whatever but that felt like an actual like influencer type event under the E3 umbrella which I thought was perfect and then I know um, Ubisoft tried to do something similar to that but it was like kind of wrapped into their their presentation uh, mm-hmm. for for E3. It was like the presentation, and then they went right into them playing. I think it was, was it Rainbow? I can't what? remember what game they were playing. Rainbow Six? Yeah, I think it was Rainbow Six. Or Could Ghost I, Rico. Or I, I can't remember, but yeah. it was it, it was them. Like They did like an influencer type of event and had mm-hmm. T-Pain uh, play a video game. But I, but I think that kind of just got underwhelmed by the the underwhelming presentation overall, but that was mm-hmm. something they tried to do. But if they would do more stuff like that outside of just, like, wrapping it into a specific, like, presentation or something, I think that would be smart to, like, incorporate more more celeb versus, like, actual paid influencers. And they don't even have to be, like, game influencers. They can just be general YouTubers. Might, might They yeah. might be shitty at the game, but if they have a huge following, they'll be bringing in fans and stuff like that. So I think yeah. they, they should start looking more into that overall, yeah. not just for their biggest games. I but mean, for, for that stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's a hit and miss thing. But I think for the lining up, doing a fast pass system is, is great because then you can bait – Essentially, you're lined up, but you can go do other stuff right. and then come back when you're actually ready. Like I said, Disneyland made, like, instead of going on three, four rides that you normally do without a fast pass. Hit all of them up. I, I did, like, double the amount, you know what I mean? So The only thing I'm worried about is just, like, if they are trying to make this more of a influencer fan type of thing as, like, like for those particular mm-hmm. events, I know I saw, saw in the article like maybe like having like NBA players and mm-hmm. and doing like a having them play a NBA game is like how do you how do you qualify who gets to be who gets to sit and watch that yeah. like what's the what's the process for that without like making making sure it's a fair for everybody rather than like skewing it just for if we're only trying to if we're trying to make more noise about it because it says in this article he's like trying to create buzz trying to create mm-hmm. that fear of missing out so if you're trying to do that then you're only going to want to let influencers with a lot of credibility and following mm-hmm. to see that type of to see that NBA event or whatever so it's like what's why are we not allowing like the regular fans to also do that, but this is just me speaking hypothetically because mm-hmm. this this is a a year out, so maybe the maybe they'll be able to like work it out where it's fair for everybody. Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing up uh, was pretty kind of interesting. We, we've been talking about the the Steam versus Epic Store and exclusivity and all that stuff. Rockstar has released their own PC launcher, and they're giving a free copy of Grand Theft Auto. 
on San Andreas. So what's interesting to that is, one, people are saying, okay, they're going to launch Red Dead 2. On, on the PC. PC. So it never was for – they never had a PC version for the first game. But they're thinking – people don't know. Actually, uh, the original like Grand Theft Auto, not not 3 but before 3, was a top-down <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. And it was like people played on the PC, not on their consoles. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so anyways, people are like, oh, are they going to cre- create their own store? And then 2 – Red Dead 2, are they going to have that for the PC? I think they should. I mean, if for some reason I'm not this type of person, but if for some reason some person's like diehard PC games only, they refuse to play console games and they haven't played Red Dead 2, you know, this gives them the opportunity to play it on that's there. Like, yeah, that's like me when I was with PS4 and then switched over. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, and But the more interesting thing is this this games launcher thing and whether or not are they just doing this for their own games because they know they have diehard fans mm-hmm. that will okay instead of let's say putting in the steam store and them collecting 30 percent 30 percent of what something red dead 2 on pc would sell is a lot, is a lot. of money uh i mean epic game store is far less with 12 percent, but even still maybe rockstar is not comfortable with those margins and thinks well you know what if i just make my own launcher people can buy it there and they get to keep all the the profits yeah and so one are they doing this just for their game so that they don't have to give away the profits or two do they want to make it something bigger than you know what i mean like let's say there's a rockstar stores launcher Mm -hmm. and other games that not just they made are going to be on there as well that either way, that would be interesting. I'd I'd definitely like to see them take this route and try to create their own launch because, like we said, they have their they have the the fan base for mm-hmm. it. I'm just I'm just curious to see what this inspire other companies, other other big publishing companies well, to start doing their own. Dude, this is all because we're, we're seeing it. Netflix yeah. streaming services right now, man. I mean, yeah, Netflix came out first. Everyone laughed at them. They became big. And Amazon Prime, Hulu, and now like everyone in there. Mom so, has a streaming service. So I don't know if this can if this is gonna start inspiring the 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 wave of video game launchers for each mm-hmm. each publication. Cause that I mean, I don't know. Cause I understand their their reasoning like I wouldn't want if I'm if I have enough solid fan base that I could sell this game on my own in my own launcher. I wouldn't want to have to take it to somewhere where they're going to take 30% of it and taking money away from the, mm-hmm. the employees and the, the staff and the workers. So if I can take 100% of the profit and put that back into the company, then why why wouldn't I? So I, if they if they do it correctly, I'd, I would definitely love to see this, and especially how you said if they are willing, mm-hmm. if, if down the road if they're willing to sell other people's games, maybe – only take away five, take five percent of the the profits yeah. from other people's video games, rather than ten or something like that. I think this could start a wave of of streaming launchers for video games. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, doesn't get too crazy. And then yeah, because my wallet already is already trying to decide on what streaming service I have to cut back on. Yeah, I mean the good thing is with these launchers, they're not you're not paying for True, them. That's yeah. why I always argued against these people going nuts. Like, oh, has a Epic Games exclusive. It's like, okay, man, it's just another launcher that's free, you know? Now, if you had to pay for it, that's a different story, uh, much like these streaming services where it's like 
there's so many. Mm-hmm. Eventually, some of these streaming services are going to fail, and they're going to have to be consolidated. I mean, they they just announced that NBC one, right? The Peacock yes. Network. You got that one. Taking off Parks and Rec. Taking off the, the office. office. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, who who just, like, acquired, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Big Bang Theory? Who? Uh, I, I forgot which streaming service did, but someone paid, like, a ton of money for it. Like, so. And Seinfeld. Who, like, people, who's, I don't know. They're willing to spend that much on Seinfeld. Nobody. Personally, Seinfeld's I, awesome, man. I, I, I'm not checking for Seinfeld, nor have I. I've watched but a couple the only episodes. Pro- the only problem with that is like it's it's stuff that you're seeing like on rerun. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting because people are paying tons of money. Like I think Friends was like yeah, like five hundred. I don't get it. Seinfeld, Put that money towards something else. Nobody's watching that. Nobody's watching those shows that hard to where you need to spend five billion or five million. I yeah, I, I wonder how long those are for, and it's just how I don't know because I maybe because I'm different because I like own a lot of these shows like on DVD or whatever. Yeah, so I need to do that. Especially with Parks and Rec, like you can buy them on physical set on Amazon or something. So like twenty nine. I don't really need. The streaming service for that it's more convenient sure but i don't need it for that purpose um where new shows for example i just binge watched mindhunter and i'm watching uh dark crystal on netflix you know uh i know uh marvelous miss Maisel season three is going to come out on amazon prime in december um the Crown, which I watch on Netflix, is coming up. In the, you know what I mean? So these are new shows coming out that I can't watch anywhere else. I can't buy the DVDs anywhere. That's where Netflix is. That's why they, they, I'm always going to, even though they're taking all Parks and Rec, like that, that was a big blow. Like I was ready to cancel, but they they have like one or two. They're always going to have like one or two shows like I'm currently watching or I need to like I'm looking out for like Umbrella Stranger Academy. Things. I could go without Stranger okay. I mean, it's a good I, – I love that show, but I wouldn't be hurt like uh-huh. if I cancel my subscription. But like Umbrella Academy is one of them. Like I'm, uh-huh. I'm looking forward to the next season. Um what like I guess Umbrella Academy is really the well, only. I mean, all the all the Marvel Netflix shows are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Netflix is becoming harder and harder for me to keep. But Umbrella Academy is like the one thing I will like stay for. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can just cancel it, and then whenever it comes back, I just reinstate it because I don't know. Because I feel like I see I find I myself more my, on I HBO. Did that, I did that for my sister for because uh, we share. Uh, uh, my Amazon Prime account, and she watches Power, mm. but I only turn on stars. Oh, like the subscription? When, yeah, yeah. When when Power is on, about to go on, so it, I currently have it on. She's watching it or whatever. And, and then, then when the finale is off, you're going to just cancel it. Yeah, and then turn it back on. I, I do that with I do that myself with CBS All Access because I'm like oh, okay, which might change because now they're going to have the Picard show. But like, I, I get it for Star Trek Discovery. Right now, there's no new Star Trek content on there, so I have it off. But I'm going to turn it back on once Discovery Season 3 comes back. Then they're going to have the Picard show, plus they're going to have that cartoon. Then that might be something I am keeping all year round. Who see? Who knows? But I, I just hope they all consolidate. Less so – look, I don't want 50 launchers on my PC to play different games. Yeah. But at the same time, two or three is not that big a deal. Plus, like I said – it's free, right? And unless it's the game you want to buy, but you're making that decision yourself. Not make you're not trying to like sell your soul or buy a whole 
launcher or whatever. So, yeah, yeah I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, and last thing we've got here, uh, GameStop. Apparently, we, we talked about kind of their financial troubles, closing down a bunch of stores and trying to – so apparently they're trying to redesign – uh, the look of their stores, because you know, let's be let's be frank, the GameStop's kind of janky. You know, you go in there, things are kind of thrown. You got a big it, you know box of used games, yeah, yeah. like you know laying all over the place. Like if you go to Ross, you yeah. know, <laughs> right? If you go to Ross, <laughs> shit's a, that's like a good comparison. Shit's like all over the place. There's no, you know, you go to the men's section to get like whatever, and like there's like women's clothes. You know, what I mean? it's, it's a big man. The game, the Ross is uh, GameStop is the Ross of the video game. That's yeah. a good comparison. <laughs> so, so you go there, right? And then everything's all over the place. Um, so apparently they've been kind of testing out uh, some of these other stores. There's uh, a store in Oklahoma where this video is from where they showed this new kind of look to it. Now, it isn't like 100% like totally like fancy. It's kind of like in between, right? It's like trying to be kind of like the Amazon store. Have you been to any of the Amazon stores? I have not. So they, they have Amazon stores now. Um it's nice and new. It's got they got a lot of wood paneling there. It's clean, so they're trying to go this route with it. Uh, I noticed in this video they had like a back area that actually had like old school televisions, and I was like, why do they have old school televisions? And then I noticed, oh, because they have old school game systems plugged into them that you can't plug so, into new into new um, uh, uh, TVs. So I'm wondering if they decided to. Allow people to come and play these retro games for free, I would assume, and just to get them in the door, right? Right. To make a to make it more like like Apple when they were the first uh, kind of tech uh, technology company to like make a store, and then later Microsoft copied them. It was all about like those stores aren't even really about. I mean, they do sell stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the purpose of their store. The store is for you to look at the merchandise. And get an idea of what you want to buy and what, you know, what it just gives you more uh, motivation or incentive to buy their product. Yeah, and I think one, if this is, if they're allowing people to like actually chill there, I think that'd be maybe you like set a time limit or something. But yeah, yeah, having like an actual hub for people just to make it feel more like a lounge type thing experience rather than, hey, I'm just going here to buy a video game. I think that's a smarter move because no, like everybody. Nowadays, we all have the access to buy these games, mm-hmm. even m- probably sometimes for cheaper online. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're going to make this, if you switch it and make it more feel like a, an environment, a welcoming mm-hmm. for gamers instead of just trying to push content on them, I think that's a smart way to go. Because I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When I walk past a GameStop, usually I'll like poke my head in or something, but I'm not going to like stay in there for a minute. Especially, might probably not buy a game in there, but. If if I get a redesign, I see like old school. Like if I see a PS One in there, I can I can actually play or something. Yeah. yeah, I'll go in there and hang out for a bit. So I, I think this this might be the better 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 move. Maybe trying to convert more into like a lounge mm-hmm. type thing rather than trying to actually sell games. Yeah, I mean that was something like uh, Meltdown Comics used to do. They had a little back area. They had comedy in there. Um, they had a lot of like guests come in do signings. You have some comic book stores I've been to that don't have like 
tables in the back that people play Magic the Gathering. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're just, they're just trying to create a sense of community for people to come. Yeah, like and show cr- up, create like have events and stuff like 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 the Magic Gathering, like stuff like that. I mm-hmm. I I think that's the right move for them rather than. I just don't know. If, you, I, I just know it's going to be too late. You know. You think it's going to be too late? I don't know. I mean, it's possible because remember, you have to turn around. GameStop's not big enough where they have like commercials on television or or, or whatnot, and and you know, and even as much as we love games and how big games are, they aren't in the main. Like people aren't. We're talking about games. It's big online, but like when you watch news, you don't see like too much stuff unless it's controversial stuff about right. like a game, where like you'll see like news will talk about the new iPhone that's coming out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So. I just don't know how much this is going to affect their branding because remember, it's pe- pe- people's in their heads have what I have, right? That the it's like a Ross, right? Right, <laughs> like, basically. That's what they have in their head, and in order to change that, I just don't know if it's too late and how they're going to get that message across. Like, hey, we've got it's a new cool place to, to hang out and it's clean and and whatnot. If I were them. I would use whatever little money they have left. Reach out to Ninja. Be like, hey, <laughs> hey, come, come play, come play the game, whatever game you want, at the at GameStop, yeah. and have the environment in the background, ever showing off. Like he could be like playing while people are like walking around buying video games or something. I'd, I'd use whatever money they have left and just start reaching out to the biggest influencers and whatever money they haven't spent on reinnovating all of them. Mm-hmm. Put that towards influencers coming to play the games at their stops. And, and just I, I hope think, it goes. I think well. they should gear towards gaming merchandise. Mm-hmm. I think they should go towards like whether it's. I, they already have like Funko Pops there, but like even more so like with other figures that are in T-shirts and mer- just yeah, like they can be. They can start like like hot, hot topic. Yeah, exactly. Like, just but more. I mean, more still solid. have games there, yeah. but turn it more into that kind of specialty shop where people will go there to buy. You know, random well, stuff rather than actual. Well, let's say games. there's an exclusive, I don't know, Halo T-shirt that you would only buy at GameStop. Well, then you got to go in there and, and buy it, and maybe you'll see something else you want to buy there right. as well. So, all right, I think that's it uh, for this episode, uh, the Cloud Games Podcast. Um, so you you seem pretty busy playing. Like, what? How many games are you playing? I, I'm I'm finishing Control right now. I'm, I'm switching between Borderlands Three and Gears Five, and then occasionally, just so I'm I'm hitting the daily challenges for Apex. Apex I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll play that a little bit every day just to make sure I'm hitting those challenges. I've, that's like my that's like my workout is making sure I hit one of those challenges a day, just hitting hitting the goal. But it, it's fun though; it keeps me active on for mm. for Apex. But for Gears Five, I'm just and I, I think the the thing I like the most about it is I've played like Call of Duty and all mm-hmm. these, but I've never like had. It feels like the mobility with this like these type of characters and the movement and like how you have to dodge and how you hide behind walls mm-hmm. and all that. The, the the play mechanics for that is just something I haven't really experienced before. So I'm really like that's why I think I'm yeah. going back to Gears Five more than playing Borderlands Three. But I do love Borderlands Three so far. But this weekend I plan on actually shifting it and making mm-hmm. Borderlands Three more the the focus. Yeah, I'm trying to see this week. Not a ton of huge games coming out. I think up on the horizon, what we got? Oh, there's a Rage Two DLC. Yeah, it's just not much. Uh, I mean, FIFA 20. Um, 
October. Oh, October. Some more DLC for Destiny. Oh, Breakpoint's coming out in October. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, the Overwatch Legendary Edition's coming to Switch October 15th. I don't have a Nintendo yeah. Switch. Uh, Maybe I'll have one by then. They're gonna Probably have a. Not. They're gonna have The Witcher on the Switch as well. Complete edition on the Switch on October fifteenth. Man, Switch is getting some some pretty cool games up on there. Um, Apex Legends. They're gonna have some I guess, on the Switch. No, no. Oh, I was about no, no, no. You'll get a Switch right now. <laughs> um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare October twenty fifth. Outer Worlds October twenty fifth. So. They'll have Resident Evil 5 and 6 on the Switch. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like next month it's going to have uh, some bigger bigger games come out. So, All right, guys, that's it for this episode of the Clatter Games podcast. Dorian, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Dorian Parks and Rec because Parks and Rec is better than The Office. Make sure to binge all six seasons before it goes off of Netflix. And then go find me on Instagram at Dorian Parks. You can find me right here on Collider Games. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Think Hero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Subscribe to the Collider Factory podcast feed where you can find us here every single week and so until next time see you guys later napa know-how at napa auto parts stores and napa auto care centers get a 25 dollars prepaid visa card when you get any napa automotive battery it's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around but we might be a little partial anywho pick up any napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks do it yourself or have it done for you that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. It's that little chico pit pool, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 